Dee Dee Moonflyer here. Welcome to the Twilight Tonic Podcast. As always, I have a freshly brewed batch of the strange and unusual to share with you. So grab your favorite tonic, step inside the broom closet, and let's get started. Good evening. Tonight on Twilight Tonic, I am welcoming to my broom closet, Melissa Hinion from Washington State. How are you, Melissa? I am well, Dee How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm really enjoying our pre-conversation before the interview. Oh, I am as well. Melissa, I saw your website and I've been on okay. Facebook for a while started podcasting probably in the spring and you kept coming up on my feed so i gave into the universe and <laughs> said I, i've been annoying you <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know how you came up in my feed little blurbs of you coming up and i'm like what i found my next interview so i am going to bother her until i get an interview with her and i did that successfully obviously I'm- That is fabulous. I love that. <laughs> Apparently, I was bugging you too. So <laughs> now, I was like, it was meant to be. She's probably like this crazy woman named Dee Dee Moonflyer is is wanting to interview me, and I don't know why. <laughs> But when I read your website, I figured out why I needed to interview you. You just pretty amazing work. You're a medium. Uh, yes. You are a healer. Yes. And you're an animal intuitive. And what yes. what more can we add to that? That's a handful. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Um, psychic, um, mm-hmm. it, tad bit insane on any given day. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I am a wife. I am a mother. I am a grandmother. Um, I know I am an equestrian. I love my horses. In fact, in fact, I actually thought I was going to be a traveling clinician. I. My sad gig when I would get home from work would be to go outside, and I gave riding lessons, and um, I started bringing horses in and training mm. horses, and I started giving clinics, and I really thought that's what was going to happen, and then, bazinga, <laughs> <laughs> plot, plot, plot twist. <laughs> yeah, I think that's amazing. How this always fascinates fascinates me about people. How did you know this gift come? To almost, it's your full time life now, isn't it? 
it's my full-time life. Yes. It's not just, you know, what I do to make a living, which I do just to make a living, but it's mm-hmm. pretty much 24-7. Yeah. Yes. How did you receive this calling? Oh, heavens. So I've tried so hard to pinpoint an actual date. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been intuitive since I was little. I mean, I always sure. knew when we were playing hide and seek, which way somebody was going to go. I was like, cause we'd play hide and seek in the dark and I'm like, Oh, well, I know they're going to go there. So I'm going to go here. I've just right. known that. And then I'm also an empath. So I felt other people's feelings as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the actual mediumship, um, and the animal part, uh, didn't come until I suppose around 2000. I want to say around 2006 is when I started having really horrible panic and anxiety attacks. And I was at the doctor's office probably weekly, maybe twice a week on some. Oh, wow. And if I wasn't there, I was calling. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I was pretty sure I was going to die. Um, I had gone through a physical where I, or I probably call it a metamorphosis where I dropped a ton of weight. I was working out regularly eating really well and I lost a whole lot of weight and I was in really great shape. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is kind of what kind of caught spirit's attention, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's when things really started to go crazy for me. Um, I did put myself in therapy um, because I thought I was losing my mind. I was pretty sure oh, wow. I was going to be wrapped up in a, in a, in a little white vest, right? Hubby, hugging myself for the rest of oh. my life. <laughs> it just came on very strongly, didn't it? It came on very strong over years, and it just kept building and building and building. And then I think it was about 2008 when I got myself in therapy, and I was in therapy for just over two years with an EMDR therapist, which I highly recommend, by the way, for anybody struggling with any kind of trauma. Wow. So... So yeah, and then go ahead. Did you start hearing things as well? Were they trying to communicate full force by talking to you and showing themselves and names, or how did they come on? Start coming on where you knew, okay, I have to do something. I have to figure this so out. So one of the things that I went to therapy for was because when I would close my eyes at night, I was getting visions full on things that I have no idea. I was like tapping into somebody else's reality. And I'm, I really believe that's what I was really doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I still do it occasionally, but nothing like I did in those beginning stages. Mm-hmm. And I even told my therapist that, and I asked her, I was like, is this normal? And she kind of giggled and she's like, well, it is for you. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> we can work with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> And then my husband's grandfather, who had been in spirit for many, many years, um, came to me one evening and kept saying, tell Dan, which is my father-in-law, to take the boat to Margon, which is a lake here in Washington State. And I was like, um, uh, and I was, I was like scared. I was pushing away. I was pushing mm-hmm. away. And I kept getting it over and over again. And my husband's laying in bed. I finally just rolled over and I like shook his arm and I was like, tell your dad to take the boat to Mardon. I'm like <laughs> gritting my teeth. <laughs> so and it went away. Oh. It stopped just like that. And I was like, mm. well, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> You're so like, I discovered that when you, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't near as scary as it felt like, you know, when, when you're first starting to get all this stuff and you don't know mm-hmm. what to do with it. And then you deliver a message and it's like, it's gone. Well, Oh, 
<laughs> You're like all that drama, and all I had to do is come out exactly. and say it, right? <laughs> right. So uh, it was um, it wasn't something that I went searching for, but once mm-hmm. I realized what it was, I did take classes to develop it and to make sure that. Because I felt, I don't really feel like it's a gift because I think that makes everybody, it makes it sound like, oh, you're just special. No, I think Mm -hmm. we're all special. But I think for whatever reason, it is an ability that woke up within me. And I, being Scorpio, I am like jump head in before I ask questions. I just dive in. Right. And you you guys are always so so intuitive anyway. Yeah, I guess. I think we were chatting about this before that I've always felt like I've known things. Right. Um, and it was just trying to understand the when, where's, why, and why <laughs> nobody else did, why, or why everybody else didn't know the same stuff, because I always just assumed everybody knew. Right. Exactly. Now, Melissa, yeah. when you do your mediumship, out of curiosity, now do you channel one particular spirit, or do you just speak to the spirits that the people need to speak to? So what I'd like to do when I start a session is offer spirit, whoever wants to come through, mm-hmm. because I know they have their own messages and they, they, I feel like they know more than I do. And so my job is to get out of the way. So I allow them to come through and share whatever it is they want, whoever it is that needs to come forward for the greatest good. Mm-hmm. And then I always tell my clients, if you don't connect with who you were hoping would come through, let these people speak, and then I will have you give me a name, and I will just throw it to spirit and see who wants to step forward. Okay. That's awesome. So I kind of do both. Mm-hmm. And I think you had asked me about my Claire's, and um, it, it's I hear is my strongest Claire, so that's Claire audience. Mm-hmm. So I hear most of my information. And for me, it comes on my right side, whereas my own thoughts typically come on my left. So that's how I'm able to differentiate between ego, self, and spirit. Okay. Amazing. That's pretty, that, wow, that is amazing. Um, Yeah, and if you do, you can do that with your own thoughts too, which I find very fascinating is how we can just kind of pay attention uh, to where the thoughts are coming in. And sometimes they'll come in at an angle. Um, One thing I didn't share was that my son also took his life in 2010, which also, that, that, I appreciate that. Um, That rocked my world and that put me also in another a whole other place. So, and I also believe in my heart that his passing really um, assisted my development. And I know that probably sounds awful, um, Mm. but I I do believe he helped me so much from the other side. Just he's showed up in readings that I've given to people, people that I didn't know he knew. Um, He actually showed up with a first responder that I was talking to. Uh He's like, mom, this guy this guy was at my site he he was one of the reasons dad could leave and i was like what he's like yeah you need to thank him so i was like uh try. oh my goodness you happen to i know and the guy started crying he's like oh my god and then i'm crying he's like oh my god and that was just a beautiful thing that my son was able to come through and thank him for what he does wow so. that's amazing i'm i'm very sorry about that i lost a brother due to suicide so Oh, so, I'm so sorry. It is the most. It is one of the most difficult. I can't say it's the most because we all experience loss differently. But mm-hmm. for me, it was the most difficult. So, and I am so sorry that you've gone have to go through that as well. Yeah. Although I did get clarity on that when I was very blessed. He did come back in a dream and said he. 
Oh, very good. So he was able to validate for you that he didn't yes. take his life. Yes, and that is a story very, sometime. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll talk again soon. I have this weird feeling that we will <laughs> connect. I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> a little psychic sense you've got. <laughs> <laughs> My little saggy spider sense just went off. <laughs> you have chickens. <laughs> We're, <love> bonded. <laughs> We're bonded. We're <laughs> bonded. Bonded by chickens. <laughs> That's awesome. That that is an amazing story that he actually comes back and he assists you. That is like very heartwarming and that is very inspiring, I think, to people who have lost members of their family or their children too. Very inspiring. Thank you for sharing. You're very welcome. You're very welcome again. Thank you for having me on. Of course. I was gonna get you on here if it took me a year, Melissa. You were supposed to be on here. (laughs) Sometimes when Marcy get a hold of, I feel bad. <laughs> I'm like, well, wiggly and stuff. Where is she? I don't know. She's <laughs> well, the work that you do, you're always in demand in an emotional level and spiritual level. So I equivalent that to almost like in a church or working as, a, you know, you're a spiritual teacher now. Yeah. And you have a lot on your plate. Yeah. That is a lot. Yeah, it is a complete honor. It is a complete honor. And um, sometimes I get emotional when I think about that. But to to have people trust me mm-hmm. with their stories and with their lives, with their pets and with their loved ones, it is the most humbling. I want to start cussing like the whole thing. And cried. It is the most humbling experience. And it is an incredible honor. And it is not something that I take lightly. Right. Because I know how hard it is to trust somebody with that kind of a thing. Yes. Especially when you've been wounded and you've had a lot of life experience, you know. And we all have been wounded to some degree. Yeah. Now, this year, I'm sure, as intuitive, empathic, and psychic as you are, has this been a rough year on you due to COVID and all of these people Uh, leaving the earth? Has this been tough? This has been a very interesting year. It has been filled with its own highs and lows. Mm -hmm. Um, Some surprises snuck in there that I wasn't expecting, having to deal with some emotional stuff that I didn't expect to come up. Um, But it's been interesting to see the way, I don't know how to say this, but the way things are playing out in the world and the way mm-hmm. um, everybody is kind of responding to the energy that's being thrown at them. Oh, it's yeah. been very intriguing. Um, I, I would say a little bit disheartening. There are some things, of course, that have just been mm-hmm. wow, 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 wow. Um, and I, I try as often as I can to get the messages out there about, you know, what we put out, we get back. And even mm-hmm. if somebody does something awful, if you start to attack that energy, what happens is you get that energy of attack back. So if you, and if you know that we're adding to the whole, that what we put out is something everybody has access to and will experience at some point, mm-hmm. we need it. I, I think that makes us even more responsible for the way mm-hmm. we interact with the world. Right. And, and if I'm getting too woo-woo out here, but, we really have to be aware of the energy we're putting out because we are getting that back. And I can tell people, if you don't want that back, do not get it out. Right. Because you'll get it back and you'll get it back stronger. 
So even even the people that you see doing the awful stuff, mm. if you could send them love, and oh, and it's not easy. That's like <laughs> people hiss and growl at me. <laughs> I'm not sending that person love. He's, a, he's an idiot. <laughs> but honestly, they really need it. If you think about <laughs> love and light, love and light. <laughs> oh, it's and it and it just takes um experience, I guess. When you have enough lessons. You mm-hmm. start to think, huh, that's not working. So what are we going to do to make, to get that better? Okay. And you start to adapt as we get older. I might think, again, that comes with age as well. Sure. But we are living in a time where we are manifesting so quickly. Our thoughts are coming to, to uh, I was going to say the gratification. They're coming so quickly that we really have to be aware of, of what we're putting out. Yes, I agree. We really do. Yeah. Um, it, I feel... A change coming, I think, for the yeah. better, something new. And it's kind of like, I don't, I've talked to some other people. And I, I wanted to know how you felt about this particularly. You know, when you're walking and it feels like you're walking past a veil, it's like you can feel the change. You could feel things feel different. They smell different to me. The energy is so different now than it was a year ago. Do you feel yeah. that? Do you feel some things? Just a change in us spiritually. Are we starting to evolve? Oh, we're, we've been evolving. We're continuously evolving. The last couple of years, we have been forced to evolve, too, with everything mm-hmm. that hit with COVID shutting us down. Um, that forced a lot of us inside. And I don't know if you talked, well, I feel like you talked to quite a few people, but you, they pro, you probably heard similar stories of how it actually turned out to benefit them. Yes. And I think that's happening for a lot of people. And even though um, I would really pay attention to our financial markets too, um, mm-hmm. especially over the next few years, because I feel like we're going to see some, some serious stuff going on there. I don't really want to predict what I think is going to happen. <laughs> But I do want to say we really want to be aware of our finances and how we're handling them, especially mm-hmm. going forward with the way the markets are kind of, it's just the energy is coming up. Certain yeah. things have to happen because it's kind of come to a head, so to speak. Yes. And um, yeah, and there's also a timeline shift and I think it's going to be, um, they're, they're, my guides are like, talk about the smell because you were saying that you smell certain things changing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure why they're connecting that to the timeline shift, but they're pulling me to the timeline shift. So um, basically, a lot of people are hearing 5D. We're in 5D. We're going into 5D. And they're thinking like it's this going to be this big physical change, but it's actually more emotional than it is physical from what I've been shown. It's almost like, you know, it's almost like when you walk in the wood, the older's coming. I, I don't know what yeah. that means. No, but- I think, yeah. Well, I think it's because this energy keeps is the uh, our ancestors mm-hmm. are guiding us for change, and each and every person that's incarnated right now is here to help this shift also. And the shift, the shift has to happen. Right. Interesting. Yes. It, does. It, has, it has to happen for humanity. It just does. And yeah. and you can you know with that that shift from five D to or from three D to five D. Yes. You can call that call that good and bad, dark and evil. I do think that there are forces that want to hold us down. I really do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think as long as we keep our thoughts as positive as we can, I mean, we can't walk around with 
bubblegum and lollipops. It, that's just not feasible for most of us because mm-hmm. we have life. Right. But not getting sucked into the rabbit hole and going down that rabbit hole. Because when, when you have a lower vibration, you're going to stay in 3D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? And you want to you wanna, you wanna stay up as much as you can, as much as you can. That's a really good message for all of us, actually. It's so easy yeah. to feel those downward emotions right now. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's almost like... Uh, it almost feels like luring um, a pet with candy or with some with a treat to try to get them to cross over. So it almost feels like for people, we're being lured into this darker, lower vibration. Mm-hmm. Like, here, stay here and play. And we don't want to do that. Right. We don't want to do that at all. We want to try to stay up with, with our energy, with our thoughts. Don't get, go, don't get into other people's chaos either if you can avoid that. Stay out of other people's chaos. Which would make sense because they're, they're great. Yeah. Yeah. Because with growth, yeah. it's always, pa- I always thought growth is painful. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, right? f- you feel so high one day and then boom, you get knocked down back into that old, that old of doubt. Yeah. <laughs> and you're finding yourself. A lot of people. I am good person. I am. I am. Damn it. I am. I am. I I am's, you know, you have to be like, I am this, yeah. I am that. Stop that. Yeah. Stay as po- like I said, as positive as we can. Um, we're going to have good days and we're going to have days where like, well, I felt miserably at that. But <laughs> we, we just kind of pull ourselves back up and try to stay, stay as much as we can. That, that will help us. And our guides, asking your guides and angels to assist you with that process sure. too. Ask them to direct you to two things. Exactly. Yeah. Now, one of my favorite subjects in life, <clears throat> and where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have an issue. I love animals really bad. Oh, that's a that's a great issue to have. <laughs> I love them. I see them as people. Talk about feeling emotions right now. Wow, my animals are on fire at my uh, side. I have had ups and downs like everybody mom. in this show, right? Oh, yeah. I've yeah. even, I think I've even had my dog look at me and basically day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. I'm like, oh, well. And did you? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> if it's not the dog, it's there the birds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Curiosity, how do they communicate with you? Oh my goodness! So, can I share how I how this developed for me? Because unlike my mediumship, this didn't. Well, I guess it did come to me, but actually, my my best friend was like, "So, can you do that with pets too, animals?" And I was like, um, "I don't know. I'd never <laughs> tried." So, because I, you know, the the talking to dead people sure. just kind of happened. So I didn't. It wasn't something that I went looking for. So when she asked me to do this for pets, I was like, let's try it. So she had a friend send me a picture of a horse. And unbeknownst to me, the horse is having a lot of issues. And she wanted to know what's going on. And so when she showed me the photo, and the coolest thing happened. I was looking at the photo, and I was asking the horse for permission to connect. And I was doing a little body scan. 
-hmm. And it was all just kind of a naturally guided thing. So that was really cool that my senses knew what to do. I was like, well, this is awesome. And the horse charged me through the photo. So I'm looking at a photo and all of a sudden there's movement. So it's kind of like Harry Potter. I was like, (laughs) well, what the heck? (laughs) Where'd this come from? And so I said, well, your horse is charging me through the photo. And she's like, oh, my God, that's what's been happening. So I want to know what to do with this. So I was like, well, that is awesome. And so um, there was, I, I don't actually remember everything that was going on with that horse, but I knew, um, there was some stuff going on with a little child. And we needed to make sure that we were being responsible with our energy mm-hmm. around the horse. Animals are are very attuned to our energy and will react accordingly. Yes. So, and they will respond to us um, if you're out with your horse or your cow or your dog, um, or even if you have lizard, whatever it is, they will maybe respond with an ear flick, just like paying attention to what you're saying. Have you ever had your dog? Have you ever talked to your dog and all they're cracking their head sideways and they're looking at you like, come on, come on, come on. They're waiting for those images. So send them some images in your mind's eye. Mm-hmm. So you're going to gather images up and you can send them. And I guarantee you, you've received them from your animals that maybe thought you were making it up. I, and actually, I feel like you already know that you're receiving them from your animals. But oh, they will send us images. And those words, we might be clairaudient and we might get the messages that way through words. Uh-huh. Um, we might just get a feeling. Yeah, pretty sure he needs to go to the doctor. Or, yeah, pretty sure he wants to change his food or trust those feelings and those gut instincts you're getting when you're around your animals too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah mine are, yeah. mine are pretty um, open. As a matter of fact, uh, my little black dog, ever since I've been on, I really like uh-huh. you because he has not left uh-huh. my side and he is scooting around on his belly, looking uh-huh. at whatever uh-huh. else is down in my studio. <laughs> There's something down here. I think he's, he's following it on the wall. He's got a smile on his face. I, <laughs> he's, he thinks and he's got it, a lot. Is to that say. Gryffindor? Yes. Is that Gryffindor? Oh yes. Or, or the little black, and he's the little black. He's like the little pug. He is actually a retriever hound pit mix. Oh, he's huge. He is Where's 20, the little dogs for you. Twenty six pounds. That would be my Pekingese, my fizz gig, and she is in my oh, lap. Okay, fizz gig. Oh, okay. That's her proper place for every interview oh, yeah, I do. I love you. I love you. Yeah, she's, I love you. I love oh, you. Yes. She just wants you to know how, I mean, that. Oh. she just keeps, I love you. I love you. And what's the lighter colored? Is she lighter colored? She's got a white chin and she is okay. a multicolored um, Pekingese. Okay. Okay. Multi-pe- Underbite. <laughs> she's great. <laughs> Every ounce of her. She, when she walks, she has a wiggle to her hiney and it, I swear she oh. toots rainbows and unicorns. She's awesome. <laughs> and she has circus music following her. Dun, 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 dun. She's great. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yes. Oh. And Griffey is, he loves us. He does not like everybody, though. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm in a hoarder's house, actually. I was going to say he was a rescue, yes? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. To you, rescue to you. Yes. I went to Siska, which is a rescue place in Dayton, Ohio, and I had lost my Yoda. And Yoda Jedi was the world to me. He was a Japanese chin. And so I had my peak and my Japanese chin, my yin and yang. 
And I kept going to Cisco. I'd walk in, I'd pick out a dog, I'd go back, it'd been a dog. Oh, so I walk in one day. Yeah, I walked in one day and the girl goes, I have a dog for you. I'm like, (laughs) okay. And there's this black puppy. He's about three and a half months old. Pinned to the wall, just looking up. He got nothing to do with anybody unless you had a hot dog. And next thing I knew, I was back the next day adopting him. And then they let me know he's special needs dog because of the way they oh. found him. And I was like, what, 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 what? <laughs> right. Too late, though. You were hooked. Well, and, and you, he knew you could take care of him. Yeah, I took him. And he's been here with me mm, seven years. So oh. it's you because he won't leave. Oh, well, <laughs> he's I like him back. He's pulling me to lavender. He's pulling me to lavender and then he's pulling me to his lower back. Mm-hmm. So um, I would just, you might run a crystal along the side. I don't know what crystal though. I'm not getting what crystal. Rose quartz. I hear rose quartz. Okay. Rose quartz. I have that. And then he's pulling me to lavender. Um, you have to be careful with, with essential oils and animals because they can be too strong. Um, but... I keep seeing lavender for him. So you might look that up so you have some more information yeah, before that, you utilize it. You know what? That makes such sense. Every time I go to the store now, I keep telling myself to get lavender. And <laughs> I forget. Well, guess what? Well, guess what? Guess who's helping you with that, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably him and Magbird. Yep, yep. Those two in cahoots. Like literally. Uh, oh, shoot. That's funny. That is so fun. Their animals are so amazing because they can reflect within us what we need as well, yes. what we need to work on. Um, like if you have somebody who's very nervous and their little dog is very nervous, mm-hmm. hand that little nervous dog off to somebody who is a little calmer and watch the energy change for them. Yeah. He's um, he's a good guy and he's a lovely dog. He's, he's ended up being probably... One of the funnest Pixar Pixar personality dogs I've ever had. So he's he's <laughs> awesome. Protect you, he says, to protect you, Mom, to protect you. He is very, very protective over me particularly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. He's 26 pounds of fury. <laughs> You're right. That's awesome. <laughs> 26. There's that pit in him, but it's yeah, only right? the back end. But it comes out to his head when it comes to mom. <laughs> right, Griffy? Oh. Yeah. Of this. Now, oh, Melissa, that's... you have yeah. chickens. I have chickens. Yeah. Now. I know it's crazy, and the world probably thinks I'm crazy right now. I love chickens. I live in the city. I can't have chickens, but... Oh. Do chickens have a lot of conversations together when they're around I have you? not picked up on a whole lot. No. No. Okay. I, you would think, like, I like a lot of chatter. Um, they say every animal is different. Some chatter. So these are my guides. Some chatter more. Some have more conversations. Um, uh, I don't know what that means. They're saying third-party conversations. Third part. I don't know what that means. Huh. Interesting. Chickens have third-party conversations, or is it coming from my house? That, that is. 
(laughs) (laughs) They're talking about chickens, third party conversations. So that's really weird. I'm going to have to meditate on that and see if they'll explain, or maybe they'll just talk while we're talking. That might be great too. I'm just going to open that up. Um, Interesting. (laughs) They they do, you know, they they give me uh, directives like food. (laughs) <laughs> of be out. They want to go here. They want to be in the backyard. They want to run. So I get those kinds of directives from them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get the typical like, hey, how was your day? What are you doing today? Are you going? I mean, I don't get that kind of stuff from them. <laughs> now, I do know some people who do, who insist that they're having complete dialogue. Uh, unfortunately, I don't get it that way, especially from chickens. No, I can get that from horses and from cats and dogs. I can get sure. some pretty fun conversations from them. Uh, but for, and that's very similar to some humans, you know, how we all, some of us are really talkative and really chatty and some of us, no, we don't have a whole lot to say right now. We just want to yeah. chill, take in the situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how are the animals handling this change? I, I do mention. get a little bit of excitement because of the growth that it's causing in humans. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, because it's forcing us to change in much quicker than we had over the years. And also animals are being seen more for uh, having a soul, whereas in the past they've been a directive of human nature, so we can do with them what we will, Mm -hmm. you know, and so they're very happy to see that vibration changing and shifting. I'm happy to see yeah. that changing and shifting. Yeah, me too. Me too. So we finally understand, so everybody understands, animals have souls. They yes. are here to, they incarnated for a purpose. They have their sentient beings. They have emotions. They have feelings. They may na- they may not be able to express them the way we humans do. Right. But, that, but then they're not necessarily supposed to because of their incarnation, where they incarnated, how they incarnated. And as I'm talking, I'm looking over at Annie, who is my little healer, who's laying on the floor, astral traveling (laughs) off to various realms. (laughs) (laughs) Healers are amazing dogs. I really do like those. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. They are amazing. She is my heart dog. She is a reincarnation from my dog I had when I was a child. So she came back to me, which was pretty cool. And I have had her since she was born and she is 14 this year. Wow. That, yeah. That's love. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. We've had a lot of conversations. <laughs> I, I hope my Yoda Jedi comes back at some point. My Japanese chin. Well, you know, and I suspect um, they can also come back into animals that you already have. So mm-hmm. if you have um, a dog, their souls can say, hey, why don't you step aside? I'm going to hop in here for just a little bit. And you'll notice the personality change. You'll notice even possible eye shifts or eye color shifts. Interesting. But, or I should say doganality change. Dog. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, if I walk in the room <laughs> and I see Gryffindor across his legs and look regal uh-huh. like my chin, then I'll know. Yeah, <laughs> then you'll know. Absolutely. 100%. And he would probably do that just because he knows that that's what you would, um, how you would know that was him. Yeah, he was, oh my gosh, so regal. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my Yeah, they can absolutely do that. It is crazy cool um, what the soul can do. The, uh, the, you just, you don't know until you don't, until you know. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. 
especially with all the experiences you've told me you have. That's just amazing. Oh, heaven. Yeah, it's been a crazy, it's been a crazy, crazy process. And again, I'm surprised that I'm not locked up in a padded cell most days. (laughs) You know, I come from from a very conservative background. So some of the things I say, and my husband's like, Oh my God, don't say that out loud. Oh. I'm like, chew it, chew it. I already did. <laughs> I already did it. <laughs> so did you, how did you grow up out of curiosity? Was your family open to this or were they very? Oh, oh gosh, no. And my, and everybody is pretty much deceased in my family. So I've had a lot of loss. So mm-hmm. um, they didn't even, I mean, they know now because I work with both of my parents um, in spirit, but mm-hmm. they, this wasn't something I even experienced before they passed. Right. So they probably would have not. Midwest. I grew up in a little town in Iowa, oh. Hamburg, Hamburg, Iowa. Yeah. So I moved out to Washington State when I was in my very early twenties. Okay. Wow. And this is just right. So very conservative family. Very. Um, my dad was Catholic, but he was removed from the Catholic Church because he had, you know, back in the day when you divorced. Mm-hmm. You were you were excommunicated. So he was excommunicated at that time from his church. Oh. So then he married my mom and they had two children. Okay. Wow. So we weren't super religious, but we were a pretty conservative family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I grew up Catholic also. But my mom Oh, very My mom was so open. I was like I always tell people I was so blessed with her. Oh, she went to like we, all kinds Yeah meetings and we went to Edgar Casey's foundation when I was a child. Oh, that's fabulous. And yeah. I have found that there are so many Catholics that are incredibly open. And then there are, there are many that are not, but um, I was trying to think the name of the famous nun who is a very amazing medium. And I cannot remember her name, Oh wow! Um, but she's a Catholic and she's phenomenal. Wow. Um, I'm going to try to Google her really quick. Um, anyway, I, I just, her name left my... I didn't even, I, didn't, I would never you. realize that, Melissa. That's amazing. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. There are so many, um, there's priests that are also, mm-hmm. that are also very mediumistic and very open. So wow. it's kind of cool to see, you know, different religions and their responses to to these kinds of things and yeah you know and i've experienced a lot of people throwing a lot of darkness my way which i find really incredibly interesting (laughs) (laughs) people always want to throw darkness on what they don't understand i think yeah 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 and so um you you know every single day you just do your best to stay above it yeah I, i i don't get it but it's kind of like their path i guess what you don't understand and fear and i believe that yeah. Yes. And I believe that. I believe we all incarnate for different purposes and to understand different things. And um, sometimes we're very headstrong about certain things because we incarnated to understand that, to yeah. have that experience in this lifetime. Absolutely. I believe that wholeheartedly as well. God, will you say hi to Griffin? I don't know what he's doing, but. <laughs> hi, Griffin. Griffy. Do you hear that? Is she saying hi to you? He said today. What happened? He said today. He's been waiting for today. Today. Friday. And then he said, yeah. uh, Friday. Three paws. What's three paws? You know. Three paws. 
Fridays are real exciting Lord, for them. I'm just going to start giving you a lot of information. I'm going to write it down and I'll send this to you when we're done. But he's giving me three paws. I know. And then I do get some pain in my lower teeth. Have you happened to have his teeth checked lately? He's, he's going to the your... vet. I'm calling the vet tomorrow, making oh. him a dental appointment. Oh, ah, okay. The lower teeth. My eyes, he said, my eyes see fine. He's like, I see fine. Are you thinking that he wasn't? When he like, was a puppy, he used to run into things, and I used to think one of his eyes, because it was turned in a little bit at the time. Yeah, he used to run into a oh. wall. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm funny. I'm funny. My mom's. My mom laughs. I'm funny. <laughs> he is. He is. He's great. Stories. He said, he said he's got stories to tell. Oh, shoot. That's funny. Um, would you recently have taken him somewhere, like at a park where there is, like, water... Hmm, water. Well, yes, actually, it was it was a few years ago. But I think what he's referring okay. to is the white poodle, a mud puddle. <laughs> he, um, this lady showed up and it had rained, and Griffey really does not like most people, and he's kind of mischievous. And she brought her freshly groomed poodle. And he got home. Oh, and they chased each other, and he had his mouth wide open. The poodle followed him right into the mud puddle, and it looked like a motorboat. Okay, that's funny because what I'm drawing is a little puddle with fountains and stuff coming out of it. So, yeah, and that was like when he was a year too old. We haven't been to a dog park when we moved. Oh, my goodness. So he's holding on to that memory. Oh, yeah, he loves them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's validation for you, too. He says, because I pay attention. Because I pay attention. You're a good boy, aren't you? Yeah, I know. You like he, your He lesson. said, I, yes. He, he's like, yes, yes, I am a good boy. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh. He says, dance, Mom, dance. Do you understand dance? Dance, Mom. I was a professional dancer. Oh, yeah. I actually, I knew that because you told me that. But yeah. he's saying, dance, Mom. Dance, Mom. Oh, I dance with my animals usually, like on Fridays when I don't have okay. podcasts. We turn music on. Fridays. On Fridays. Mm-hmm. On Fridays. Fridays. Okay. It's, so today you're going to dance. Yeah, it's dance he time. Enjoys that. He enjoys uh, that tremendously. So you, you like know. to dance, Griff. Oh, okay. We'll dance more often. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they each get it's danced my day. with. It's my day. Yeah, he says my day. It's my day. Yeah, and he sleeps in the bed right next to me, and he kicks my husband out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about the cats. Now, you don't have cats, do you? I did. I had two. Um, Lilith passed recently, and Pixel oh, okay. came okay. in, and oh, he Pixel. loves okay. Pixel. Yeah. Okay, and where's the orange cat for you? That is Pixel, the orange cat. That is Pixel. Okay, okay. Yep, yep. Okay. Yep. Safe and aware. Safe and aware. Safe for the way. Yeah, she's safe now. Oh, okay. Yeah, she came. Do you have any questions for her? Oh, gosh. Why is she so honorary? (laughs) Balance. I just (laughs) balance. Balance. Does she love us at all? (laughs) Yeah. 
Well, and I know you know this because you, if you have cats, you know this, but yes. she's talking about you being servant. You're her servant. So <laughs> you take, you, <laughs> you take care of her. <laughs> I do. And, you know, I knew her name before. I kept saying my Isn't next cat is Pixel. And, but, uh, uh... <laughs> well, and she was addressing, she was announcing herself too, is what I just heard, announcing herself. Oh, yes. She's, yeah, she is something. She is probably one of my most interesting cats since I've had Dudley. I had an orange cat named Dudley. And I'm, oh. I really think Pixel is a reincarnation of Dudley. Ah, okay. Yeah. My other cats previous were so mellow. I had October in Solstice and Lilith. And they were all very mellow, lovey, petite ladies, you know. And Pixel's very petite. Yes. But... <laughs> Not super ladylike. <laughs> oh, no. She had, she... I just, I just, Go ahead. I heard Leo. So she's like the lion. So she's like like Leo the lion, just just very protective, very mm -hmm. strong energy, very, yes. very confident energy. Oh. Confident energy. Oh, yeah. My animals are just loving you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. They're well, I hope so. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I hope the other two don't interrupt. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, I invite them in. I am absolutely happy happy to share if if they want to share something. Absolutely. Well, as long as they're happy animals, I'm happy. Yeah. Well, I'm not feeling any sadness from them. Good. Especially my birds. My birds have been through so much. I love those those little feathery friends of mine. Oh, do you have one that's green, like emerald green? Uh -huh. That is Maggie. And she, that is Maggie. Yes, she's an incredible little bird. Um, I've always wanted a parrot since I was little and never oh, got one. Okay. And one day I actually went into a pet smart and they had cockatiels, the little bird. Oh, and right. one, my gray one flew on me, flew on my shoulder, and she was my first bird, and I got her, and that's Freya. And then I went to a bird show to get Freya some stuff, and in bird shows, they have bird auction. And this auction. little man came over, and he looked like the video game Mario Kart, the little <laughs> the little guy. Yeah. You know? He comes over. Yeah. And I look across the room, and I see this little guy coming. I am fascinated by this Amazon. And we catch eyes, and she's giving me the bird look. And I'm giving her, I want you. I got to have you. You're my bird. Okay. And I walked over. She wanted me to scrunch her neck. Comes over. He goes, will you please bid on my bird? I was like, oh, no. Aww. Oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't even discuss <laughs> this with anybody else in the house. And my best friend at that moment went and got a ticket for a, I bet on her, I got her. And I also won the little drawing. So her cage and food cost me little oh, but nothing. My heavens. I come home and oh, my oh, goodness. I was in trouble. <laughs> I bet you were. And she was, very, I got her actually, very sick. Oh, and we well, that's why you got her. Yeah, that's exactly why you got her. And she because is, you were the one who would take care of her. Oh, she's the love of our lives. I mean, she is just. Oh, they're so smart. 
both of them. They're incredible. If you ever get a chance to be around a pair, I highly suggest it to anybody out there. I will do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I've not been around many parrots. I've not been around many many birds other than my chickens. And we have a hawk that has been, I have a thing with hawks. They like to dive bomb my car when I'm driving. And oh, my. <laughs> I know. They got something to say. That was pretty terrible. Melissa, they just have something to say. And you need to listen, apparently. Oh, <laughs> that was when I had first started uh, my mediumship and my development. And oh, that my. is about working with other realms. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Hawks, owls. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy stuff. So the upcoming, what do you see? What positive things for, are coming? for the? How about the United States in general, our country? Oh, heavens. Okay, give me a second here. So for, for the remainder of 2021... Um, what I'm hearing is a stronger and deeper chance to know ourselves and to love ourselves by working with others in chaos. Oh, uh-huh. hell. <laughs> in what? Excuse me. <laughs> oh, in, in, <laughs> yeah, I was oh. like, oh, you know, when you say stuff and then you think about what you just said, you're like, oh, fully. In chaos. <laughs> okay. So there is going to be, you know, and we're seeing that right now. Mm-hmm, sure. We just had the collapse of a, of a building in Florida. That's there people are, I don't know about where you live, but I live in um, a place where the crime is just, and Yakima, we have our, our fair share of crime, I will just say that. And there's a lot of uh, gang violence here. And here people too. are just shooting, oh, just awful, and that is going to continue, unfortunately, mm. uh, for some time. And so, the increase is happening to force everybody to see. So, when bad things happen, what it's supposed to do is cause a change within us, mm-hmm. and it's supposed to get us like we learn love through through watching people not love. That's how you learn what love uh-huh. is. So, this world is built on opposites and on and on pull. On differences and on opposites, so we understand one because of the other. Okay. And so, okay, so with with everything that's happening, the chaos that's happening, and I do believe that some of these souls are absolutely sacrificing themselves to help us learn quicker, right? So that we know um, to be to love each other and stop judging one another. And I mean, that's kind of a human thing too, and I get that. Mm-hmm. But but seriously, we're all here to learn. Yes. We're all here to learn, no matter if we're, no matter what, what color we are, no matter what gender we are, no matter if we like girls like girls or men like men. That, mm-hmm. that's, Absolutely. That's those people's experiences. We don't have, if we don't like it, that's okay. Just, you don't have to own it. If yes. you don't, but stop judging it. And I will tell you that when we judge things, it's giving us an opportunity to experience it. Yes, Absolutely. And, I know. So if that doesn't scare your pants straight, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, and it's so funny, you know, because as you said, as as we get older, the interesting thing is the things we used to say when we were younger, I would never do that. That would never happen. Oh, spirit has a lovely way of going. Yeah, watch this, baby. Experience Always. it. You don't yeah, get it. You're going to experience it. Literally, every time I've ever judged somebody, I'm like, oh, shit. Shoot. And yep. that might not have been the word I used. Like, oh, okay, okay, I get it. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, 
That's why I said earlier, be very careful yeah. about what you're sending out. It's just you know, so interesting. And the same with when we pray for stuff and mm-hmm. we ask for patience. People think you're going to magically get patience. No, well, you know what you get? You get to practice working on having patience. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'm going through that right uh, now. I am, I'm learning to be patient with people. Yeah. 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 Did you ask for it? Because if you ask for it, you're going to get more practice. I, I <laughs> so think I did. I don't ask for those things anymore. I'm like, I'm nope. Yeah. I'm not, I don't ask for patience because I feel like I'm a patient person. <laughs> And the strength, I don't ask for strength because I feel like, you know, I've been through a lot. I feel like I'm I'm covered. Exactly. So (laughs) I'm going to stop asking, darn it. (laughs) Just always, you know, what I say is always imagine that you have everything that you need and always be thankful for what you do have, even Mm -hmm. the difficult things, because the difficult things is where you have the most growth. And I think we go through those things that will need us. Yeah, 100%. We can use the things we've experienced from our lives to help other people. Yes, adapt. I believe that 100% too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's really, you know, as you go through life, at least I find, you know, even spiritually, if we don't go through those things, maybe we wouldn't be the person we are today. Oh, and we wouldn't. And that's the whole point of those experiences is to help us to get where to we where we need to be. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Even and I um without my son's death, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be the same person. I am this because of his passing. And because I knew immediately that I wasn't gonna let his death be in vain, that I was going to to make him proud, so to speak. But I will I will make sure that your your loss um has purpose. And I was going to do something with it. I didn't want to drown, you know. And I, I did in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. Yes. That, it's, it's... Melissa, when, when you went through all that, do you have a lot of people coming to you with those same issues? You mean now? People yeah. who passed from suicide? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it really has been. I will tell you what I'm having now is a lot of people who have been... Um, I was saying gang affiliations, I've noticed quite a bit of those people coming forward, which is very interesting for me. Um, but I, I would I don't know that suicide that I that I have any more suicide clients than for, than just normal passing. Does that make sense? Like heart attacks and strokes and uh cancer is predominant. I probably would say eighty percent of my of people I connect with have somebody who's who's died from cancer. Interesting. Yeah. And um, I would say out of the one, I was trying to think of the people who have passed from suicide. Um, I will, I would love to add that no, none of them have ever come through and said that they were in a dark place because of their suicide. Thank um, you they for do that. go through a lot of healing. Yeah. It, um, that was something somebody actually asked me when, like, weeks after my son died, they somebody asked me if I thought he went to hell. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> First of all, if you're hearing this, do not ever ask a mama that. Do not ever ask a mama that. Um, and I, I knew that in her heart she was coming from an honest place, and she just didn't get the pain of what she said. Right. But I have not been once been shown that they've gone to hell. In fact, I've not seen hell. I hope I never do. 
Um, But I've been shown that there's so much healing that takes place on the other side for those souls. You know, we're not tortured because we couldn't handle this life. We're not punished for that. Right. It's quite the opposite. Like I said, we receive so much healing and so much love. Our team comes to gather around us and to help us. So it's kind of a beautiful thing that, that happens behind the scenes. Wow. And once they do, yeah, it's a cool thing. And they, they hang around and they'll they'll wait for their funeral or their service. They'll they'll watch the gatherings and then they go through and have their life revealed. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they'll I, often show you in amazing ways that they're with you. That That is such a gift you probably gave to so many people right now. Well, I hope so. I, it breaks my heart to think of people suffering, thinking that their loved ones are being punished or that they're stuck. That frustrates me. I have had several clients come to me. You know, this medium told me that my loved one was stuck. Oh, my God. So... I, I think that sometimes what is being picked up is that they're going through their soul's mm-hmm. uh, review, their life review, or right. that maybe they have some work to do. Um, but I, I don't see how it could ever behoove anybody to tell somebody um, that, that their loved one, that the person they love the most in the world is stuck somewhere. Um, and so I think it's very important that as mediums that we educate ourselves and that we understand what spirit's giving us, especially if we're going to share it with other people. I actually, after my brother passed, I communicated with a, a person that said she was a medium and psychic and she, that's what she told me that was going to happen, that my brother would, stuck. he would enter, they don't go to heaven. <laughs> Basically. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that happened to you. I wonder if that's why I brought that up because I wasn't planning on talking about that. So please know that is, that is, I just wanted to say, bull, you know what? I want to cut. So I'm, I I have such a potty mouth Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) You're allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Please know those souls are safe. Those souls are safe. Their their guides and angels are with them. Suicide is probably the hardest thing to to probably hear for anyone when you love somebody. Yeah, Definitely. it is. It's very devastating, and it doesn't just affect this generation. It affects multiple generations, and it affects you in your next lifetime. So. Um, and I've already told my son I'm going to kick him in the shins when I get up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, son of a, you know, because now you know we're going to have to work through this in another lifetime. So we'll be right. doing this. We'll be doing this again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I believe that. I believe what we do not <laughs> have a resolution over this one. We have to redo the whole thing. Um, yeah. Well, and we're here to learn. So that learning, you know. I, I, I almost said comes with a price tag. I guess in some way you could say that it does um, if if we don't um, work through it in this lifetime, we definitely get the opportunity right. to, to handle it again. Yeah. In different ways. We won't incarnate as the same people by any means. We'll come back. I might be his child in the next lifetime. I might be uh, his cousin um, or his wife or mm-hmm. he might be my wife I might be his husband I don't know I 
<laughs> that, that still rocks my world a little bit. Not <laughs> I'm like, oh, Lord, I didn't, I didn't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people I'm coming back as a prima ballerina my next lifetime. <laughs> right. I'm going to be, I'm going to grow up in England. I'm going to be wealthy with long red curly hair and oh i love that see it's all planned out i'm gonna live to in my 90s this one but you know (laughs) Uh i've decided i want to be italian in my next life because italians have the best families at least from my perspective yes so loving every show yes they're big families and just I'm like, I am definitely incarnating into an Italian family next <laughs> The food and, and the people, the, yeah, yeah, the, the gatherings. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I do yeah. have a phone number for everybody in case any for any reason, and it's a suicide hotline number. It, oh, thank you. It is 1-800-273-8255. Please, if anybody has lost anybody or anybody wants of wanting to take their life call talk to somebody it doesn't matter what religion you are it it just doesn't matter please get help absolutely because it doesn't tend it it doesn't tend it trust me you're prolonging the pain and that was something i channeled from my son he said mom tell people don't do this because it doesn't stop it doesn't stop it oh, and, yeah. and and we do have to feel the pain that was caused we do feel that pain Oh, yes, I do. She says that's very important for people to know that. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, it is. And I thank you so much for sharing that number. Yes. Thank you so much. Of course. And of course, you know, I highly recommend, you know, if people are going through that too, to contact someone like you that have been. So they will have a better understanding. Absolutely. I have a blog on my website where I absolutely, where I did talk to my son and I did, I wrote down a lot of stuff that I was experiencing through the suicide. Um, so, and I don't have a link for that, but it is on my website. It's on my blog. Um, it is, it and is. I think it's what I know about suicide or something like that. It is Melissa. It is M E L I S S H E N. Yan.com. Yes. It yeah. is your website. Melissa, you're amazing. And I certainly hope our paths will cross in person at some point. I would love There's, that so much. I love to have my guest back on more than once. And you're I definitely one person I'd love to have back on your knowledge. And you're an amazing gift. And you certainly gave me a huge gift tonight that I didn't. You know, and my heart has healed from your words and your knowledge. And thank you so much. You are so welcome. Thank you for hearing it. Anybody, I highly recommend if you need help, seek out Melissa. And she's an amazing psychic reader. Um, Obviously, my animals are loving her. Um, I have (laughs) Pixel in the room with me. Fizgit and Griffin. <laughs> and believe me, if my birds could be down here, they'd be down here too. Melissa, let's make sure we keep in contact. I would love that, my dear, very much. Me too. And you have a blessed evening. And thank you so much. You are so welcome. And you have a wonderful evening as well. You too. And we will talk soon. 
Good night. <laughs>